Welcome to another segment of Northwest Passages, a program that features passages from books with a connection to the Pacific Northwest. I'm your host and producer, Douglas Furr, and today we're starting a new book, Snow Falling on Cedars by David Gutterson, a Penn Faulkner award-winning book first published in 1995. It's a fictionalized account on the surface of a murder trial of a Japanese-American accused of murdering a fellow salmon fisherman in a small coastal Washington town, Amity Harbor, which serves as a backdrop to the real story of internment of Japanese-Americans during World War II. In this first passage, read by Connie Furr, you'll hear the backdrop of the story and meet some of the characters. Inside Amity Harbor's courthouse, opposite the courtroom's four tall windows, a table had been set up to accommodate the influx of newspapermen to the island. The out-of-town reporters, one each from Bellingham, Anacortes, and Victoria, and three from the Seattle papers, exhibited no trace of the solemnity evident among the respectful citizens in the gallery. They slumped in their chairs, rested their chins in their hands, and whispered together conspiratorially. With their backs only a foot from a steam radiator, the out-of-town reporters were sweating. Ishmael Chambers, the local reporter, found that he was sweating too. He was a man of 31 with a hardened face, a tall man with the eyes of a war veteran. He had only one arm, the left having been amputated 10 inches below the shoulder joint, so that he wore the sleeve of his coat pinned up with the cuff fastened to the elbow. Ishmael understood that an air of disdain of contempt for the island and its inhabitants blew from the knot of -of out-of-town reporters toward the citizens in the gallery. Their discourse went forward in a miasma of sweat and heat that suggested a kind of indolence. Three of them had loosened their ties just slightly. Two others had removed their jackets. They were reporters, professionally jaded and professionally immune, a little too well-traveled in the last analysis to exert themselves toward the formalities San Pedro demanded silently of mainlanders. Ishmael, a native, did not want to be like them. The accused man, Kabuo, was somebody he knew, somebody he'd gone to high school with, and he couldn't bring himself, like the other reporters, to remove his coat at Kabuo's murder trial. At 10 minutes before 9 that morning, Ishmael had spoken with the accused man's wife on the second floor of the Island County Courthouse. She was seated on a hall bench with her back to an arched window just outside the assessor's office, which was closed, gathering herself apparently. Are you all right, he'd said to her, but she'd responded by turning away from him. Please, he'd said, please, Hatsu. She turned her eyes on, on his then. Ishmael would find later, long after the trial, that their darkness would beleaguer his memory of these days. He would remember how rigorously her hair had been woven into a black knot against the nape of her neck. She had not been exactly cold to him, not exactly hateful, but he'd felt her distance anyway. Go away, she'd said in a whisper, and then for a moment she'd glared. He remained uncertain afterward and what her eyes had meant. Punishment? Sorrow? Pain? Go away, repeated Hatsu Miyamoto. Then she'd turned her eyes once again from his. Don't be like this, said Ishmael. Go away, she'd answered. Hatsu, said Ishmael, don't be like this. Go away, she'd said again. Now in the courtroom, with sweat on his temples, Ishmael felt embarrassed to be sitting among the reporters and decided that after the morning's recess he would find a more anonymous seat in the gallery. In the meantime, he sat facing the wind-driven snowfall, 
which had already begun to mute the streets outside the courthouse windows. He hoped it would snow recklessly and bring to the island the impossible winter purity, so rare and precious he remembered fondly from his youth. That was Connie Furr, reading from Snow Falling on Cedars by David Gutterson and published by Vintage Books Division of Random House. I'm your host and producer, Douglas Furr. Thanks for listening. Northwest Passages is a KSQM Studios production.